0: Well hello everyone. Welcome to the Political Panda program. Happy Wednesday. I love my inconsistency of being a complete pedantic piece of shit for not being able to consistently make this podcast. What so uh yes, if you're new here, please do consider subscribing and follow for on Twitter slash true social. I post updates on whether the show is out or not, every basically every single day. Um so yes, yeah, sorry, terribly sorry about yesterday. Um, my own my my own self basically kicked myself in the ass from my own job, and I physically was just brained. I, I I didn't do anything until going to work literally again yesterday. So believe me, I I want to do more, but. <clears throat> fuck, when you get kicked hard in the ass like that, your body goes, nope, you're not, you're not doing anything right now, like, you, you are not doing anything for, like, right now, until you have to optimally go do things later. And I'm like, ugh, goddamn it, body. So, yes, I am back once again. Feels weird saying that, but yes, so, it's a new day. Uh, what, what, what we got we got more about the banks, more about just some things going on in the world. A brand new version of ChatGPT is here, and uh, it's a little bit more scary, a little bit more uh, both exciting and scary at the same time, and some stories that um, will make you scratch your scratch scratch your uh, head a-, a little, little, a uh, little bit in which you will then question every little piece of your psyche, and you'll want to throw yourself off a few dozen bridges. (laughs) Because truly, some people just, I don't understand what the hell is going on with them. So, bringing it right in to today, we gotta bring in... Starting off banks, it, it it's too big to not talk about right now. It's it's currently you know the biggest issue in the entire nation right now because this could be a bit of a problem. And of course, Biden had his little speech the other day where he was talking and you know uh, not really much of a talking, but you know he said he said some words. There was some stuff coming out of his face. Hold, you know the puppet was working. Eh, and, well, uh, so who is to blame for the terrible, uh, terrible collapse uh, of Silicon Valley Bank? Well, you'll never guess who it is. You'll never guess who it is. Here's the clip. And the banking regulators to strengthen the rules for banks to make it less likely this kind of bank failure would happen again and to protect American jobs and small businesses. Look, the bottom line is this. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. Let me also assure you, we will not stop at this. We'll do whatever is needed. Yeah, so he's not going to stop at whatever is needed. But So in the full-on stuff of what he's talking about is, so there's an old act that was signed back during the Obama administration that he ends up bringing up. And so the issue here is this... Um. this entire thing which funny enough well we'll, i'll get to a little bit of funny thing about it so this literal act by the way um that he cites is um yet not one that actually would um have protected at all what happened but by the way um but by the way literally nothing would have changed if if the regulations that he had put in place in 2010 from the Obama administration were still there and they weren't repealed back by the Trump administration letting you know but what's hilarious about this whole 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 ordeal is for the fact that the the bill is entitled the Dodd Frank Wall Street Reform Bill hilariously enough the the person that that is named after one of the bank that he the literal bank that he worked at is now literally gone. It doesn't exist anymore. It's literally one of the banks that collapsed this 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 past weekend. So, really working, really working great. Glad to see every. Uh, glad glad to see that everything is going great. So yes, who's to blame for all this? It's obviously it's it, it's Trump. Obviously obviously it's all his fault always is and it never isn't his fault and well you know sometimes you got you got to ask yourself why do some of our banks fail well in in the case of some of the banks um at least for signature bank um well they uh it's Maybe it's because they produce shit like this. Ruthless, so many useless meetings. Some banks will sell the souls. Some banks just feel real old. I wish they were and so. But I still wake up. I still have the dream. Oh lord, I still know what I stand for. By the way, all articles are in the link in the description, and normally they go in order, and everything is all categorized. I'm not hiding anything in the description. You've got it. If you, if you're you listening right now, please. Please, you you've gotta gotta check this out. It's so the first one under the category banks. Oh, uh, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's so fucking cringe, It's so fucking funny. Cause I'm watching the visuals of these people. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh they're not like other banks, guys. They it's cause they do shit like this. They're they're not like other banks, you know, they don't sell their soul but but they do they do they do the goods they they put the goods out for everyone to see i'm going to get so much like fucking copyright claim <laughs> but it's i mean oh man oh man Ah uh, yes, but uh, I'm, I'm not gonna play all of it because I don't know if I'm gonna get a fucking copyright claim because goddamn YouTube will fucking do some dumb shit like that. Oh oh, and the execs also tried their hands at uh, oh a comedy sketch slash music combo. Ah uh, uh give me give me that. Look, the only way we're gonna do this thing is if we start a bank from scratch. From scratch? You gotta be kidding. How in the world do you do that? Is there a book, How to Build a Bank for Dummies? All we have to do is apply to 19 federal and state banking agencies. Wouldn't it be easier just to go out and buy a bank? We looked at that, but the prices are too expensive and we'd be stuck with all their legacy issues. We have to make our own mistakes. But then we'd have nobody to blame but ourselves. We'd have nobody to blame but ourselves. Well, that is the stupidest (laughs) thing that I have ever heard. We're sick of the stank of the big mega bank, so we'll start one. It's absurd. What a terrible proposition. Like convincing the world to eat care. Bro, it's literally if theater kids made a bank, bro. (laughs) I mean, this this does make sense. This is all from Signature Bank, which is in New York, and... If you know anything about New York, they have a big, you know, theater kind of scene, you know, Broadway musicals. This is all making so much sense. This is literally if theater kids started a bank. Uh, What possible fate will become of our bank other than to diminish and fail? I happen to know for a fact that won't happen. Seriously? Why not? Because. We'll start Signature.
1: Yeah, Signature.
0: A bank is beneficial as a signature. We'll start off small, but soon we'll sprawl. We'll build a bank that's built to last and to and draw. It sure did last. <laughs> this this is this is beautiful. Ah, what, a, what a what a what a what a production. What a production. What a production. Ah, ah. Ugh, it looks like it's shot on an iPhone. <laughs> Bare bones. Safe loans. And amazing employees. You have to, to attest to a, a place to invest, invest like... Signature! I don't know. Would teams really come out to a bank like that? Let's say you have a client to impress, but your bank's pushing something that's stale. Why not move to a place that embraces ideas and lets them prevail? You can stay with the mega bank where the policies come from above, or you can be part of the policies where banking's a labor of love. You could have crummy systems with all of that drama and pain. <laughs> oh, but but it gets it, it gets even better. There, there's one more in here, and I I I just I don't even know what this one is it's it's not even really like titled like properly i i don't even know like i i am of all in like there's some things that are cringe that i can't stomach watching this is great this is this. Is, why would you know why wouldn't i just go and stick all my money inside of the theater kids bank my goodness uh 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 oh uh, this is beautiful Oh boy! I oh don't know this is just a circus. Oh my God, they did a fucking parody how 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 are you gonna get away with this? I just want to know. They they call it generic big bang, but they're all dressed up like fucking different shit. What the fuck is going on? Do you ever feel like your task is bad? Cause your clients sounding really mad. I'm sorry, ah, oh, I can't, I can't. This, this, this is literally if theater kids made a bank. I'm, i I, I know, I, I know you're not gonna believe me, but it's true. Okay, if you, you can say whatever you want, but this is what this is. It's freaking a bank full of theater kids. It's a bank full of people who are like, man, I'm not good enough to make it in theater so i've got to go and find another career and what did they choose to become bank people and this is what happened to them they literally were in banking <laughs> uh uh but uh, the other um uh sad thing is uh silicon valley uh, valley bank they also are poised with mismanagement but uh they have deleted their uh their their account off of twitter and they also have completely uh completely gotten rid of their uh, website and they've scrubbed basically. They're scrubbing everything. They are they are scrubbing every single thing. Hilariously, one of their more recent tweets is was named Forbes Best Bank for twenty twenty three and then three weeks later it's gone. Yeah. So literally the they, they deleted everything. So there is nothing left. Hopefully people archived it so that we can please have some of that like signature bank there. Uh oh, uh oh, especially from people from California. Oh, I'm sure those were great. Uh. Oh, oh, thank thank goodness. Thank goodness. And uh the government response, uh, of course, the swift action as Biden called it. Very swift. Very, very actionable. You know, he got up at 9 a.m. to really, you know, he's he's a night owl, according to Jen. And, you know, he, he got up there and he spoke. And, you know, the bailouts coming from the FDIC, which if you don't know much about banking, inside banking, most accounts are, whenever you walk into a bank, you'll see like an FDIC, you know, Insured. Basically, what that normally means for the normal person is up. They insure you for up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars. After that, you you just you don't you don't do that. You you don't get that money normally. But uh, sometimes the federal government uh, likes to play a little bit of favorites, and um, so then they decide that hey, we're gonna give every single depositor their money uh okay why I, I don't really know it's mainly it's due if you talk to certain experts in the banking industry it's due to you know preventing you know the rest of us from just going oh my god you know if this is all the other banks we should maybe you know most definitely get all of our money out immediately and well that could still be a bit of an issue and a problem you see the fdic is of course working to get depositors all their money. And um well, um, bit bit of an issue. So the the FDIC has $128 billion in cash on hand, okay? 128 billion on hand, okay? Now we're we're gonna do a little bit of math of the show today. So Signature Bank has eighty eight point six billion in deposits and Silicon Valley bank has 175.4 billion. Okay, now the FDIC has said that they're going to get everyone's money and they're not going to burden the taxpayer. But 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 uh, uh, the most recent recent amount of balance was 128 billion, but there needs to be 264 billion. Uh, where where are you where are you where are you getting the where are you getting the money, eh? Where where where's the where's the money coming from, huh? By, by the way, um, just letting you know, as a person, if especially if you're you're a richer person, uh, you should probably you know maybe uh, uh, to help prevent this for you, you should maybe you know have a lot of bank accounts where. You know, you don't ever really have more than $250,000 in them. If you're smart, you'll do that. You don't want to have, like, you know... Like, yeah, it can look really cool when you log into your bank account and be like, yo, like, he's got a million in the account, you know? But um, it's really not cool when you lose $750,000 of your $1 million, Um, to literally if, you know, uh, all that money kind of goes whoosh out the window. So uh yeah. But don't worry. We won't the, the taxpayer won't be on the hook. We we swear. We we swear that is um And n- every, everything's fine. Everything everything is fine, okay? Everything is fine. So yeah, everything's fine in the banking industry, okay? Uh, there's not like there's uh, the same issue could totally not be happening at uh, a lot of other other banks all around the US right now with their with their bond holdings nope nope Mm-mm. totally totally not not the case it's not the case guys it's not real okay you're just imagining things okay nothing nothing else is wrong everything is fine okay you're dreaming you're imagining things But what you aren't dreaming is uh, Trump fucking up again. So, once again, former President Donald Trump uh, is going after Ron DeSantis. Uh, No one can really understand why. I mean, uh, I I would just just like to let everybody know that, you know, uh, uh, you know, this Ron DeSantis isn't running for president. Not yet. If he is, maybe he he will, but uh, we don't know yet. Uh, actually, we should most likely know by uh, tomorrow because if I'm remembering correctly, I believe there's like a dead like the deadline to like be able to get on the ballot in, like a lot of states is tomorrow. So maybe we'll see an announcement tomorrow if he is or not. Um. Um. And so yes. So. Trump is of course uh he's been calling Ron DeSantis the name Ron De Sanctimonious, and uh he says that he regrets endorsing him for governor which is really not something you should say by the way um and so why 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 is that uh in a quote Well, I guess it's referring to the fact that when you do something for somebody and they don't reciprocate it, I never liked that. And he was out of politics. He would have had to go to work for some law office or something, and he came to me and asked me for an endorsement. I said, you are so dead right now. No endorsement's going to save you. George Washington won't save you. He said, I'm telling you, if you endorse me, I have a chance. And he was one of many congressmen that voted for me on the impeachment hoax, and I figured, why not? So I gave him an endorsement because I didn't know the other gentleman who was uh, Adam Putin, who was the agricultural commissioner, uh, which in Florida is a big deal. When I endorsed him in the race, keep in mind, uh, this is the uh, race that uh, previously, so this was 2018, uh, the race was indeed over, but it was over uh, it was over for him, and then he got past uh, then I got him past the crackhead, you know yeah, the guy who's actually the star of the party, him and Stacy Abrams, male and female versions, and Ron didn't think he could win. Uh I had two rallies, maybe three, and we had a tremendous crowds at the rally. This sounds so Trumpian, dude. I think you're gonna win. And he ended up winning. And then a couple years later, what do you guys do? Ask him a question, are you ready for us? And I said, I have no comment. So, yeah. So, he, he calls Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSanctimonious, because, first of all, Trump doesn't actually know what the word Sanctimonious means, found out yesterday. Really, he doesn't actually know what it means. But DeSantis, DeSantis is not doing what Sanctimonious means. It's just not. He I'm afraid to tell you, but it's... And also, Sanctus is not a real word. So... Not not really working. And, uh, by the way, he also tried to compare Ron DeSantis to, uh, to full-on, like, Ron Paul and Mitt Romney and, you know, to Rhinos, when, for the most part, um, oh, oh, and he also said that Charlie Crist, keep mind, Charlie Crist is the person that Ron DeSantis just beat in the election in November. By almost twenty points, if I remember correctly, it, it, it was not even close. It wasn't even close. Yeah, it, it, Florida was doing long. It was doing great, according to Trump, before uh, DeSantis got there. Um. I I don't I don't know because uh, Florida seems to be doing better than ever before. Uh, pointed out by uh just uh Ben yesterday on his show. Ben, on his own show, was talking about this, and he brought forth the fact that he alone, in getting people to Florida, he has just personally, in his own life, 19 people. Including his family, and a lot of other people in his family. You know, his own parents, you know, his sisters. Literally, ball of the, all of them live in Florida now. Because of DeSantis, and because of... because of how well he's governed. Truly, if I, if I could, right now... As a whole, I, I would too. I If I'm being real with you, I, I would I would take living uh, in, in DeSantis, wherever. And, and by the way, doing this kind of shit does not make you look good. And it didn't make him look good in front of his audience as he's o- he was over in Iowa. Uh, they aren't playing ball either. The people in the audience were really... They booed at the whole, you know, like Paul Ryan and stuff like that stuff. You know, with him... But on DeSantis, people are not playing ball, okay? A lot of people, especially those that go to those rallies, a lot of them pay attention to the news, and this does not play ball, okay? If Trump can continue to do what he did in East Palestine, if he can continue to look that way, there's a massive chance. He looks significantly better that way, and it it helps his case so much, so much more. This just makes him look like a complete, utter fucking piece of shit, and, and and Trump, at its core, he is, but Trump is not a presidential type for president anymore. And I could say the same about, you know, one of the other nominees, or one of the other people who's running. But truly right now, if DeSantis starts running, I can tell you with a fact, I'm gonna be on that train. And honestly, if we want to turn, you know, this entire nation around and stop our fucking collapse before it happens... We we would be best off getting on the DeSantis train. Truly, the only thing I, me and my dad both agree on this, and I think a lot of other people would too, is this idea has been put forth by a lot of other people as well, is that truly what I would love to see is DeSantis win the White House next year, and then you have uh, someone like Vivek. Uh, you know, I, I don't see him as very like presidential type. I don't see him. I. I, don't, I there's no chance and and all in all of just history of him even winning but him being somewhere in like an economic position in like the federal government dismantling ESG and getting this you know shit out of here and cleaning it up is what i is what i could see and then for trump putting him literally on foreign affairs and as like the foreign person because if he can bra- Like, let him bring sort of his very much, like, you don't know, like, what he's going to do into the government. That's a good thing. You don't want to know what your enemy could possibly do. And for one, with the fact that Trump was the most successful president in recent history in the Middle East about bringing peace between two sides before he, you know, left office, then... Truly, you know, this could be a good thing for him. Honestly, I was kind of hoping that would have just been able to be Speaker of the House instead, because that, that would have been funny. But so far, you know, Kevin McCarthy has done a good, decent job. But, yes. And just, just to let you know, DeSantis gets more and better by the day. I, It's, it's really, really great. So, there was a full-on uh, questionnaire uh, that uh, Tucker Carlson sent out and he had some figures respond. So, former president, you know, of course, trying to come, and, you know, Ron DeSantis, of course, big, you know, dude, and Trump asserted that Russia would not have attacked Ukraine if he was still president. And yes, this is very true. However, however, uh, when asked if opposing Russia and Ukraine is a critical U.S. you know, national strategic interest, no, but it is for Europe, but not for the U.S. This, that is why the uh, Europe should Stop be paying more than we are or equal and so that's that's fantastic and DeSantis also indicated that and I, I truly I follow more of DeSantis's take on this than anything Uh, that becoming more involved is not really in America's interest not Ukraine at least So, while the U.S. has many vital national interests, securing our borders, addressing the crisis of readiness within our military, achieving energy security and independence, and checking the economic and cultural and military power of the Chinese Communist Party, becoming further entangled in a territorial dispute between the Ukraine and Russia is not one of them. The Biden administration's virtue blank, uh, virtual blank check funding of this conflict for as long as it takes without any defined objective or accountability distracts from our country's most pressing challenges. U should not provide assistance that could require the deployment of American troops or enable Ukraine to engage in offensive operations beyond its borders. F-16s and long-range missiles should therefore be off the table. These moves would be risky; uh, would risk explicitly drawing the United States into, a con- into the conflict and drawing us closer to a hot war between the world's two largest nuclear powers, and that at risk is unacceptable. We cannot provide, prioritize intervention in escalating foreign war out, uh, over the defense of our own homeland, especially as tens of thousands of Americans are dying every year from narcotics smuggled across our open border, and our weapon arsenals, critical for our own security, and rapidly, rapidly being depleted. Which, yeah, th- this is very much the case. I I don't hate, not. I, I'm not going to say that supporting Ukraine is a bad thing. I don't, I'm not, I wouldn't say that ever. The other, the other issue that I sort of have is the entire idea of just blank checks sending, you know, Ukraine and all of this different supplies and money and everything. It, without actually a goal of actually reaching peace. Because more or less, they could say that... But it does. It doesn't seem like it, and that's that's the big issue for me. What I like here is what and what I hear is very much. Hey, like I'll still be willing to you know support Ukraine and making sure that they can stop this. But I'm also going to be pushing back and being like, hey, you know, you're not going to get everything you want. You're going to have to sacrifice some things to get this thing over with because we can't keep supporting you forever. You know the world doesn't have limited resources in this aspect, and we need to end this. So, yeah, no great stuff there from Ron DeSantis. Really, really hoping for an announcement very soon because truly, uh, truly, uh, I there there's currently you know top pick for current White House is is just Ron. It, it, he's killing it he is killing it in florida and truly if i if he doesn't announce then then like the best option is trump and at that point we're going to have to see trump try to turn around like real quick real quick on getting shit done so hopefully he can get it done but truly if comes down to me I, I'm I'm going Ron DeSantis all the way. So I mean truly truly uh that is all we can hope for. And other things that are good and uh great and hilarious. So the reason why I even started, you know, doing this whole stuff to begin with is I got into sort of politics and that from a man known as Glenn Beck. If you don't know who Glenn Beck is, he's a person that kind of, you know, stays a little bit under the radar, but is extremely popular. And he's popular for one reason. He's good. He's been doing this for literally longer than I've been even alive, and he's the person who's inspired me. Truly, like, he's a person that I wish I can sit down with and just be like, you're the reason... Why I do this? You're the reason why I'm here. Like one of the out of like the top three people who inspired me to start doing this, you are that number one by a long shot. Okay, I, I've I've enjoyed Glenn Beck ever since I was a child. You know, and truly, he's a person that yes, he can be wrong about certain things, but his way of just bringing the news and everything is fantastic, and I I I truly enjoy him. For, truly enjoy it for well. He's in the news, and I'm bringing you this because of one simple reason. So, Roe v. Wade, you probably remember that got overturned last year, and, well, the original documents, the 150 to be exact, were being off- auctioned off by the original lawyer, uh, Linda Coffey. And so, you know, she, you know, the persons, that uh, you know, they want this collection to go to the next generation, because... You're not going to have a case like this again. We don't know who's going to end up acquiring it, but hopefully it will motivate some of the people to get into law or politics or whatever, because it needs to be challenged. And so, the auction happened. And, well, sadly, and to even this own article, I'll, I'll read exactly what, they, what, the, <laughs> what the author of this article wrote. But secondly, secondly, the exact opposite of coffees and hearts, hope is what's going to happen. Why? Because on March third, former, you know, you're, you're forgetting, you're forgetting another network here, by the way. And, and the former Fox News host and Christian nationalist history, nationalist history revisionist Glenn Beck won the archive with a bid of over six hundred thousand dollars. Okay, you're you're missing another network there. Uh, I'd just like to remind everybody that uh, a long time ago, Glenn Beck was also on CNN. I know that's shocking for a lot of people to hear. What you're, you're telling me that ultra conservative person Glenn Beck used to be uh, used to host a show on CNN? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a time when the media wasn't so biased that they let somebody like you know Glenn Beck uh, on their network. I, I know, shocking. And yes, he was a former host at. Fox News, uh, and then he left that uh, to then go on to literally start like the second online sort of streaming type platform, besides literally baseball game before, that's like the only one, and then right afterwards, Blaze is what he started, the Blaze. So, um, hilariously, the article goes on, now these people might be motivated, at viewing these documents won't be... Uh, won't be those motivated because they think they're overturning Roe of to, ch- uh, to be challenged as they had hoped, but those being groomed as an anti-abortion Christian nationalist who sees the document at Beck's American Journey Training Center. God, I want to go there so bad. There's so much cool shit that he has. And they even list some of it here. But oh my god, there's so much cool shit. Okay. So they'll be displayed along Beck's German Eugenics Hush. Dude, this shit sounds... Uh, I, I I I love history... I would geek the fuck out, okay? There's only one reason I want to go to, like, certain places, and it's for the fucking museum. I just want to spend all day reading about goddamn history shit, and this stuff gets me excited. Okay, so some of the items he has is the last prescription Nazi uh, Dr. Joseph Mangle wrote before going to work at Auschwitz. Oh my god, love to see that. That sounds fantastic. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> uh, b- by the way... <laughs> Glenn did glut about this on his show and I've known about this, but oh man, just this article just I am seeing it and it makes me laugh. Because you know, the entire idea here is that Glenn loves history like I like history. And the thing with is that he's not hiding history here. He's showing off this stuff. Okay, he literally owns one of the versions of Sputnik. You know, the very first Adelaide? Yeah, he owns one of those. He has one. He owns so much cool shit in history. It is so cool. Okay, there's such a cool fucking collection that he has. And, and like, he wants to keep it around. Like, there, I think he owns, like, an... Uh, there's there's so much shit. There's so much, so much cool stuff. And people people can act weird about it. But the thing is, what, what were you going to do with it? Just destroy it? No, I want to keep it around, and I want to show people. I want to teach people... Exactly what happened here and what they and, and how not to repeat, it, okay, If you start hiding history, you start destroying history and you start burying it under you know whatever. What ends up happening is those lessons don't get learned. Those lessons that people learned a while ago, those lessons will fade. and if those lessons don't keep getting taught, we then are doomed to then repeat said lessons once again. So yeah. Uh, of course, you know it's. Uh, of course, uh, yeah. So pretty much, there's uh some some great stuff, uh going on. Of course, but yes. Uh yeah, but I mean, listen. You he already got it, so I mean that's what's gonna happen. Uh, hilariously, uh, there's some, there's some comments, uh, in, in which, uh, one of them here says, okay, I admit this is a knee-jerk reaction, uh, but I hope, uh, that she takes some of the proceeds from the auction and makes copy of the docs and spread them over every museum and library and school that wishes to have access. <laughs> hilariously, the actual author responded, head exploding was my reaction when I first found out. About this, it actually took me a few days to write about it because I couldn't even think of what to say. I had a similar thought. This needs to be a copy of the stock available for any who wish to read. I'm pretty sure you could just find them online. These are just the actual, like, original ones anyway. Uh, uh, Man, the history of Roe is not going to be lost because a turd like Glenn Beck has paperwork. I'm sure his museum will go over about as well as the Noah's Ark thing in Kentucky that it leaks in the rain. So, uh. Y- yeah, no. No, no, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> this deserves more eyeballs. Please keep us updated. Consider republishing once in a while to adapt a quote by popular science-mathematician Ian Stewart. Biologist did... uh, <laughs> Jesus, okay. The question occurs to me. Why, why Glenn Beck still has two nickels to rub together, let alone $600,000 to spend on documents? He should be the monopoly rich guy turning his pockets out while he goes to the poorhouse since he's officially bankrupt and claims he doesn't have money to pay the judgments uh about uh, against him he owes uh okay man people are just just weird but yes come back owes them what what a, what a great news uh and uh, listen you can think of him however you want Personally, I see him as a great hero of mine and truly a person that I truly wish to, hopefully, maybe in the near future, hopefully, be become friends with. I, even just, just getting to meet him and sort of sit down with him, would love to be able to do that, because truly, truly, he is a guy I truly look up to and admire. Well, apparently, there is a new trend that I've been, you know, you know, there's a, there's, there's a new trend coming out of the woodwork, and apparently, I'm, I'm not learning about it, you know, and, and that's a problem, I'm not staying hip with the kids, okay, and I've got to, and truly, you know, this isn't a trend like eating Tide Pods, or, you know, doing dumb shit like that, no, 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 This is a trend I can get behind, okay, because honestly, if I was a woman, I would be trying to do this trend, too, because honestly, I can't, for me, as a person who loves to stay inside, I cannot think of something better than this. So, so there is a growing subculture to which many young women now belong to called trad wife. It's not trans, it's not any of that stuff, no, 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 no. They glamorize and glorify the feminine aesthetics and pop culture idealizations of post-World War II nuclear families. The movement has been greatly amplified by TikTok and other social media platforms in recent months, consisting of individuals' efforts to reassert, um, you know, actual, you know, like the good old day norm type stuff. Where, you know, a woman who doesn't work so as to look after their children and their husband, their home, then talk nonstop about how great this is on social media, imitating that domestic labor doesn't register as real work. Ugh. Oh. Yes, there's, so there's an article fully written about this stuff, because the libs. They aren't too happy about this, okay? You not wanting to go off to work as a female and, you know, show off your girl boss and you go girl, you know, and you, you know, not wanting to go immediately abort your kid when you don't want a kid, you know, that's, that's, that's unacceptable. You know, you need to get back out there. You need to be a good little worker bee. Um, no, no, I, no, truly, I. I, I truly believe if I was a female, I I don't want, I, I, you know, having to take care of the kids and fucking be at home and fucking make sure that the house stays semi-clean and make sure that, you know, the person who is literally paying for most of the shit that, you know, we have and can do, I mean, fuck, I'll, I'll do it, I mean, shit. Listen, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't know, you know, I feel like it was just, oh, we've been doing this for so long, you know, we need a change-up, and then we get to that change-up, and then all of a sudden, man, why are women so unhappy these days? By the way, you know, women of the past, you know, they were kind of sick, they are like, uh, a right to vote, I, I don't think so. You do, uh, most people don't realize this, but most women didn't actually want the right to vote. I know, shocking! Most women didn't actually like you, you'd be shocked to learn that fact. But no, most women didn't want the right to vote. You want to know why? Because most women didn't want to go to war. Okay, when when women thought that they're if they were going to get the right to vote, then they thought that they, they also would come with the responsibility or the same, you know, sort of responsibilities that men have when they get the right to vote. Okay, when you, because uh, keep in mind for the longest time when it was only males who could vote. The main issue was, hey, you still have to, as a man, you have to sign up for the draft. And so a lot of women were like, I, I don't know, I, I, you know, I enjoy sort of not voting if it means that I don't have to go to war, you know, that sounds pretty good, like, I don't, no, thank you, nope, nope, I'll leave the men to go off to war and die, I, you know, I, I, I'm good, I'm good, thanks. So that that's really where they were and keep in mind by the way women not getting too happy these days not too happy uh, if you look at studies going all the way back to then to now it doesn't look good it does not look good and listen i have no issues none not a believe me i i i literally have female bosses at my own work and they're great people but truly if if women want to be and they can succeed in life and being a person who stays at home, takes care of the kids and stuff like that. Then truly, truly, that's that's great. Uh, By one of the such creators, literally told NBC's uh, Today, it's 2023, and that is my choice. You know, I mean, hey, that sounds great. Now, of course, in the case of that person, there appears to be a very strong fashion component. This lifestyle decision is not economical or material, but rather philosophical for, for them. The decision was informed in part by memories of growing up in a broken family with a struggling single mom. So, yeah, I mean, truly, there there's a lot that, I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, I... I Hey, I mean, what well, you're telling me? I don't have to go to work forty hour hours a week. I can just go, drop the kids off at school, stay at home, clean everything, cook, and just kind of chill and relax and like watch TV when I'm done, or do whatever, or like have like some hobbies, go talk with other moms and shit. Fuck, that sounds that sounds too easy, and that sounds like a comfort kind of life. Truly, I don't know why we ever left that behind. But hey, I mean, truly enjoying like some fucking lemonade on a nice summer day. Ooh, man. God. See, oh, man. What, man? People of the past, they, they, you know, they, they, there's some bad shit going on back then too, but fuck, they, they had it going on. You know, they had, they had the life, you know, because they don't, they don't gotta deal with dumb shit like, uh, like, 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 how about, how about this, for example? According to our new report, Crash test dummies aren't diverse enough. You know, the, the dummies that got the little thing on the side of their head, you know, little little you know. Yes, that's right. Yeah. The 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 fucking goddamn crash test dummies are just not diverse, and they're also really not showing off, you know, the the American population enough. And they're not representing all body sizes. So, uh oh, okay, okay, um, cool, thank, thank, thank you, guys, yes, yes, guys, we're, we're doing great, yes, the fucking crash test dummies aren't diverse enough, they're just, they're not representative, and they're not good enough for our, our our culture, as well, as well as shit like this, uh, I mean, if you ever wonder why I want to leave this planet and never return, and also why, you know, truly, you know, maybe the past wasn't as bad as, you know, it may be no internet, but fuck, I mean, it means that people like this don't exist anymore, well, shit, I think I will take it. Uh Literally a full-on just communist teacher just fully just loves indoctrinating her, um, her kids instead of, you know, actually teaching them, you know, what they're supposed to be. By the way, this person's TikTok account has been deactivated. I wonder why. Maybe it's because, you know, someone like this is, you know, not at all a person who should be a school teacher, especially one for middle school students. And also, apparently, really fighting against the capitalist system that we used to sort of have. Anyway, um, fantastic. I mean, you know, she's proud as fuck to be liberal, and I... Uh, oh, man, and she, she loves to, you know, make sure that kids really fall in love with socialism. I mean, if everyone had the same amount of money, then money wouldn't be worth anything. Then, um, then what the fuck is the point of working? See, I think that's where a lot of people, like, like don't really think about, like, like then, like, what's the point of like, working? You know, you need to be, like, chasing something. What, for the, like, what, just for, like, working together as, like, a society? That sounds lame as fuck. What? No, 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 I, I think, uh, I think I'm good. Uh, listen, I, believe me, I don't like, you know, big giant wealth camps like the next guy, but, um, you know, what, who, who, who genuinely, okay, there's very few jobs in this world, like, the job I do right now, I, I, I don't maybe hate myself, you know, for going, you know, completely, but yet, but, you know, I don't, like, I, I go to work, like, in a few hours, I'm not, like, over here, like, oof, man, I'm pumped, I'm like, uh, it's my, you know, it's another, another day of work, right, like, I'm not, I'm not going in there being like, oh, man, am I ready for work again, you know, but then I'm also, like, Oh, you know, work isn't so bad. I'm I'm getting paid for it. So, I mean, really, like, I go to work because I'm trying to make money. I don't know about all of you, but that's, like, the main reason I go to work. For one, so I can pay fucking bills and shit, but also be able to have money to buy shit. I don't go to work because I go, man, I, you know, I, I, I love my job. Because believe me. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. That's the nature of a lot of people's jobs. There are a lot of people out there that they hate what they do, but we all got to make a living somehow. So truly, I mean, what a what a what a person you know what what a what a human being this person is. Truly, what a what a. What may, may wonder, wonder, uh, maybe, you know, why people just don't want their kids in the education system anymore when you have people like this. I mean, no one wonder, wonder why. Well, to finish off today, uh, ChatGPT has uh, evolved once again into GPT 4. And uh, it's now able to do a little bit more. It's more creative, more colli- and collaborative than ever before. It can solve difficult problems with greater accuracy than earlier versions. Uh, its text responses will be more accurate in the future. uh will come with, from both image and text inputs with major leap forward in technology through these aspects. Uh, although, they're not out yet. So, yeah. Open AI is... Um, well, it's pretty much, you know, very, very much, you know, it's it's getting a little bit smarter, but how, you know, OpenAI claims that well, it's it's not smarter than a human yet, yeah, but some other data would, uh, well, dis dis, uh, dis- uh, disagree with that in certain aspects. Um, yeah, Chat Chat ChatGPT, uh. Uh, ChatGPT 4... Is, um... Is, is killing it. Like, like, I mean... It, like, in some aspects, in certain areas... Um, it's... Completely passing... You know, a lot, a lot of humans' average, uh, average data... So the performance on human benchmarks is rather remarkable. Chat GPT 3.5 uh scored 10th percentile on the bar exam. The GPT 4 hits the 90th percentile. On BC calculus, I got the equivalent of a four uh good for college credit at 99% of colleges. So uh yeah. Yeah, no, chat, The this advancement is, um, well, it's a little, a little, uh, how should I put this, staggering in terms of how much smarter an AI got in such a short period of time, and with an updated data set, it's, it, it's even smarter. It can now, hey, you need a program for something? Sure, here's the code for it, Bam. Oh, you're you're done. Ha, have fun. Oh, you need a, an AI generation. Oh, here's Dolly 2 over here. OpenAI is literally like, yeah, we've got like an AI, you know, thing. We're we're killing it here, and there there are many ways to look at it. In my eyes, I'm like, holy shit, that's the coolest fucking thing ever. But in a lot of people's eyes, holy fuck, that's the scariest thing I've ever fucking seen. And then I'm sometimes in the very middle where I'm like, oh my god, this thing's exceptionally biased towards one political party, and that's really bad, and, you know, it will always sort of be like that, but this is really, really bad. But on the same page, I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking cool, this is awesome, oh my god, like, please just give me internal access, oh my god, like, I don't even want to break the rules on this thing, I'm just like, please let me toy at this for literal hours on end. Let me fucking make as many goddamn ideas that I have come true as possible because I'm a literal just crazed person who has ideas that come to him and I'm like, do it, do it, do it now. And, I mean, what the fuck is even going on anymore? Because people are like, oh yeah, you know, it's gonna take, you know, long time for for ai to get super smart and honestly when it was just you know siri and the google assistant and bixby we're like yeah i mean you see how dumb these fucking idiots are and then Chad GBT comes in and is like yeah so like those things fucking poor am i right fucking we're i'm crazy and it is we, we are truly reaching a point in where ai is significantly smarter than humans it's it's smarter than most. It's smarter than at least half the population right now. With this new release of Chat GPT four, it is smarter than half. Okay, it's it's smarter than me in some in a lot of areas. Okay, like like I was looking at some of its test scores for certain stuff. And believe me, I scored a little less than it. And, you know, I'm so for certain people. You know, they call me you know semi intelligent and truly. It's a little 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 scary. But hey. You know, maybe you know, maybe with uh AI like this, maybe we can have, you know, some maybe people program, you know, maybe some alternate versions of chat GPT. I don't know, man. But at this point, AI is both cool and fucking scary. The world is crumbling, banks are falling, Donald Trump does more bad things, and so do communist teachers, and Ron DeSantis continues to be based and killing it in Florida, and women, and that going on a trend of literally doing traditional wife things is pretty fucking sick. Anyway, that's gonna do it for the Political Panda program today, and I'll see you all tomorrow for another fantastic show, and hey, maybe we'll have some big announcements or something tomorrow, who knows? All I know is that, man, what a weird fucking time to be alive.